Got that? Okay. You can turn me down a little bit more because I might get loud. And so we're talking about thoughts. And now, you know what? I, 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 the preacher's all over me, and I kind of rushed coming out of the altar there just a little bit. But I'm, I'm trying to keep from running, okay? So hang on. So, so you know, the, the Bible has been given to us for a reason. It's not a historical reference. The Bible's been given us, uh, it's been given to us to live by, okay? It's to change our thoughts and to learn how to manage our thought life and to think what God thinks. And next Sunday, we'll talk a little bit about Isaiah 55. My thoughts are not your thoughts, says God. But people preach that, that you can't know the thoughts of God. And that is wrong. God wants you to know his thoughts. God wants you to have his thoughts on the side. And matter of fact, your thoughts will change. God's thoughts will change you. So, so when we talk about the Spirit of God being in here today, God wants to change you with his Spirit. In your Spirit is where you can physically change and mentally change. People who have had mental illness and can't even pay attention, crawling around on the ground, have sat in services where the Spirit of God came and fell like that, and they got healed. And nobody touched them. And nobody counseled them. Because they'd already been through all kinds of man's counsel. But God's counsel is what changes us. And so we need godly counsel. And we need to to know what the Word says and live what the Word says. Amen? Because here's here's the thing. Our, Our thoughts, we're talking about you know, brain free, but we got to transform thoughts. Your thoughts will hold you back or your thoughts will take you forward. And so in this series, we're going to, we're going to tear down some cows today. You know what I mean by sacred cows in India? They, they supposed, they don't, they're starving. They should be an export nation in grain, but they feed their grain to the cows because they worship them. That's a lot of hamburger you're wasting that grain on, but they don't eat hamburger. Okay. So some things can be sacred to us. And you, because you've been taught it by grandma, and you know, when I started reading the Bible, I found out grandma didn't know everything she, th- you know, wasn't right. And I'm like, man, my God, grandma told me that. And I'm like, that's not right. Or you go and they say, well, my pastor said that. And it's all right, but you better find out. If I tell you something, you better back it up with the word. And if you don't like what I say, you better back it up with the word. Because guess what? We're going after wrong thoughts. Because you can have wrong thinking. So in the seat of your mind, there's, you know, I almost put a bunch of seats up here. In your mind, you have a bunch of different seats. And in this one sets, this one sets laziness. This one sets productivity. I didn't want to point at anybody. Uh, this one sets your, your tenacity to grow. This one sets right here unforgiveness. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, so in your mind is where all these things, this is where every, the fight is fought, Amen. is in your thinking. I don't think you like me. See, I thought it first, and then I said it. Because thoughts become words, words become actions, actions become habits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Now that's that comes from the seed of lazy. And the very thing you need to do. So let's just go there. If, if you're going to be, uh, if you're going to specialize something in life, school teacher, did you go to college to become a school teacher? You trained, and you had to go to the classroom to train. We've got a doctor, I can't even say it in this morning, but she's trained, trained for years. Optometrist. And so I'm talking too fast, but train, 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 train. If you're going to be a deer hunter, you're going to train. You just can't walk out there and 
you know, in your street clothes and shorts <laughs> and a BB gun expecting to kill a deer or a squirrel. If you're going to be a dancer, you're going to have to train. If you're going to live the best life God's called you to live, you need to train them in the Word of God. You got to know the Word. Well, I don't know why it's not working. Lord, I ask. What scripture are you standing on? What promise are you standing on? What is building your faith to know that God wants you to have it? Not just because you ask. And he does say ask, but he said without faith, it's impossible to please him. And without love, you're not, you, you short-circuit your faith because you don't have any love. And I know love's supposed to come from our spirit, and it does, but this right here can stop the love of God. You see, you see I, I've always said it then. See, our spirit should be king. Our, our mind should be our, uh, our servant, and our body should be our slave. But how many of you know that your mind and body will team up against your spirit? Your spirit said, let's get into the Word today. No, we're going to Facebook. Now, 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 this morning I was talking to God about this, and he spoke to me about something, and I said, oh, Lord, forgive me. I repented that. And you know what he said? That's good, but I want action. Because we're quick to go, oh, God, I missed it. Forgive me. He wants action. He's talking to me. I got to change. I have to change up here. I have to change here, here, and out here. Because let's just use the example. When I, was in a, when I was in grade school, you know, you see all the older boys, and, man, they smoking a cigarette, and their hair's all, you know, we're talking, you know, 70s hair, it's flowing, or 80s hair, it's all poofy, and, and you know, rock star hair, and, and they smoking a cigarette, and, man, them dudes are cool. So what you know, I thought, I want to be cool. So let me get a cigarette. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Oh, man. I'm going to be cool. <laughs> I'm cool, though. I'm cool. And then I, I'm, I'm talking fifth grade. We country boys, okay? And, and we smoked enough to where we got used to it. So here it is. A thought came. I want to be cool. A thought came. I'm going to smoke this till I get used to it. I'm training my body to get addicted to something that I'm going to have to break. And my body falls right in line with my mind. And your friends say, come try this. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq talked about when he was a junior in high school. He was living in Germany. His daddy was in the army. And he went drinking with his buddies. And they said, come on, we're going for a ride. And he said, something told me don't get in that car. And every one of them was killed. Hmm? I've been told not to get in the car. And I didn't do it. I've been told not to get in the car. And I did it. And I'm like, oh, Lord. And he goes, action, that's where action would be better than just forgiveness. Because people have been killed because they didn't obey. You know, well, the Lord took them. No, he didn't. He told them not to do it. Or they didn't pay attention. I know, I know policemen not paying attention, talking on the radio and run into a pole, telephone pole. They're trained to drive. But you still have to pay attention in life. Whew, told you it's, I'm, it's all over me today. You, you've got, we got to change our thinking and change our actions and, and to be godly. Not just have godly thoughts, but have godly actions. And then people start asking, hey, man, I know you're going through it, but how are you handling that? What is it about you? I had them come up to me. You just bought a car. We're, we're get, all getting laid off. What are you going to do? I said, God's taking care of me. Yeah. 
God's going to take care of me. But I have done things to get in line with God. I had done things to to prayer. Not only was my confession, but my actions were in line. I sold seed. I sold love, too. Okay, okay. Woo! All right. So we need to train. How, how do we need to train? Let's go to Romans 12, 1. If you got your Bible turned there, it's a great, great passage. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice. There it is. Your, your body is a slave. Holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Now, your body is going to follow your mind, Okay? If your mind's not holy and acceptable, your body's not going to be. Because remember, my body followed my mind. I wanted to be cool. And so here I go. I've got to get my body in line with the Word of God and what is right. And so it's our reason plan. And do not be conformed to this world. How many you know the world's calling your name? Hey, come watch this show. Come watch it. Come do this. This is fun. Oh. Come on, spend more on what you got. You deserve it. You need a 65-inch TV. You need, you need, a, you need that, you know, uh-uh. You got to live within what God, you know, here I am. Just transform my mind. Uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Well, I want to be in the will of God, and I hope you want to be in the will of God. You need to be in the will of God. If you're not in the will of God, you know what? We, the will of God is in the right place at the right time with the right people. It's a whole much, lot better being in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. So I used to go to jail and minister. This guy was crying. I said, he's in the drunk tank. Dude, what's the matter with you? He goes, I got married yesterday. I said, got married yesterday? What are you doing in here? He said, man, we was all drinking and partying. He says, I crammed in the back seat with my two buddies, and I passed out, and they robbed a liquor store. Wrong place, wrong time, wrong people. He got arrested too, even though he was passed out. Okay. Woe, Isaiah, I used to tell the youth, woe unto the children who plan a plan that's not of me, says the Lord, a plan to add sin unto sin. And guess what? People want somebody to go with them. Hey, anybody want a party? Anybody want a beer? Come on. Well, he got in the car with them. He's in jail, and he got the phone call. The, the wedding's over. It's annulled. Lost everything on one event. Here, here, that's how important making right choices are for our life. We've got to do what's right. And so we need to prove uh, what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Proverbs 3, 5 says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own thinking. Your own thinking will lead you astray. Your own thinking. Our thinking. We've got to get our thinking in line. Not, not, not the way our, well, that's the way our family is. No, well, our family needs, you need to change. You need to change. So number one, our lives are transformed as we renew as we renew your mind. Our lives are transformed as we renew our mind. And you know what? It's nothing wrong with a total reset in life. Quit hanging out with the wrong people at the wrong time as a Man, I knew he got saved. He was an alcoholic, and God just totally delivered him and changed him. And he went back to that bar. He bought everybody a beer, and he told everybody in there about Jesus. My life has changed. He didn't drink with them anymore, but he went back and told them what God had done. 
And so here we go. God loves heartfelt sorrow, but we have to take that action to shift reality. We have to, you know, God's real, and God wants to be in your life for real. And I have proven the Word of God myself before I ever got up and became a, a, a preacher or a pastor. I'm, I'm proving that I'm living the Word of God. And you've got to live the Word of God. It's real. And the Spirit of God gets, gets stirred up when you start speaking the Word of God, when you start acting on the Word of God. Man, it's pleasing to God. He's like, a boy, go get him. Huh. Jesus wants us to change the way we think because he brought the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is not in heaven. The kingdom of God is in you. And the kingdom of God is right here. He said, the kingdom of God is at hand. It's right now, right here, right now. Is the kingdom of God with you? Come on, give me a head nod. Yes, it is with you whether you're walking in it or not. All you have to do is start changing your thinking that it's with you. We just saying that he's for us. He's with us. He's always with us. We got to recognize that we got to start acting like he wants us to act. And we start by changing our thinking. Yeah, I just, I, I got to go back to it. Most Christians repent enough to be forgiven, but not enough to see the fullness of the kingdom in their life. Oh, oh I messed up. Doggone it. Because, you know, you lost a job, so now you got to start over. And, but you don't change your thinking, change your actions, change your ways, and you end up right back starting over again because you're not working. You're not doing what God's told you to do. I mean, their scripture says you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't do the word, you can't be blessed. And the, the, the thing about it is, so let's just take it into the natural. If you don't work 40 hours a week, you're not going to get paid. You, you got to show up. You got to do what God said to do. You, you, that's, you, what do you mean what God said to do? That's my boss. Well, you're working as unto the Lord. And I talked last Sunday or before Philip came, I talked about that we're equal with our bosses. But they're the boss. You just submit to what he says. And my boss was tough when I worked for Motorola, but, woo, he blessed me. He took care of me. You know, it was right. I always told everybody that was under me, I was, I was a sales manager, I said, there's a right way, a wrong way, and his way. If you do it his way, you'll be blessed. But if you do it your way, you're on your own. By the way, I talked to him about getting some more security radios, and he sent us eight. And all we had to pay was $25.90-something cents for shipping. $300 a pop. That's blessed. That's favor. That's God, isn't it? And so, so our church is blessed. And so we, we've, got, we've got these, and uh, it's just, that's what, you know what? I, that's a recompense of reward of what I've done for him for 18 years. And he said, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? I said, well, I'm looking to buy maybe, you know, three or four more. I said, we need really more than that. He goes, I got some used ones we just got in. I'm going to give them to you. I'll send you extra batteries too, which are $35 a piece. Come on. And so God wants to give you favor, but you got to get in to what God wants. So, 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 so let's, look, let's look just a minute. You know, repentance is a change of thinking. We think, you know, it's a, it, it, it is like if I'm going one way, well, wait a minute. I'm heading to Roanoke. I need to go to Bristol. I'm turning around now. I'm going to Bristol. I, I'm following my ways. Wait a minute. I just found out in the Word that's not right. I need to follow God's way. So I'm turning around. The starts with a thought, and then the turnaround is the action. We, so, so we've got to change our mind, change our thinking, and we're, we're going to tear in some stuff, but, but we have got to start seeing ourselves in God's eyes. 
Okay? So let's go to Ephesians 2, 4. Say, I, say it with me. Look at me. Don't look at the scripture. Look at me. Say, I, I am seated in heavenly places. So, so wait a minute. If you're seated with God in heavenly places, we're going to read the scripture. You're looking down on your problem. Okay? That's a mind shift. That's a whole new way of thinking instead of, this is too big. No. So, but God, who is rich in mercy, thank God he is rich in mercy. Because with his great love in which he loved us, even when we were dead in our sins, made us alive together with Christ. By grace are you saved. Not of yourselves. It's a gift. But we're saved. And raised us up together. When you got saved, he raised you up to sit together in heavenly places with him. Now, if you don't have that in your mind, you go, well, I'm just got to make it like everybody have always made it. Just trying to make it through, through the muck and the mire. And, 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 and uh, I'm down here just trying to trot out lowly and, and uh, maybe I'll make it to heaven. Uh, I just hope I go to heaven and, and uh, I got all this. You know what? That's wrong thinking. I've been pushed in the muck and the mire by Christians. But I didn't stay there. I may have laughed about it, but I'm getting up. And I'm getting out of the, you know, Jesus told the, the disciples, he sent them out two by two. He said, if you go to a city and they don't accept you, dust your pants off. But wait a minute, what does that represent? Change your thinking. It's okay. It's not about you. It's about the kingdom of God. <laughs> oh, let's change our thinking. And I'm going to the next city now. That's why there's 100 churches in Whitfield. If they don't like me, glory to God, go find somewhere where you can get fed. Yeah. Right, or they don't put pressure on you to change. Huh? <laughs> so we're seated in heavenly places. We have got to change our perspective. God's right beside me. I Man, go back and watch Oral Roberts praying for people who are sick. He said he's sitting in a chair because he's praying for hundreds of people. He said, I want to remind you, Jesus is standing right here with me. And when I pray for you, he's going to heal you. I can't heal anybody, but Jesus is standing right here, and he's sitting right beside you. The Holy Spirit's on the inside of you. It's the best way it could be. The Holy Spirit's on the inside of you. God's wanting to do great things in you. You know, let's talk about some of the qualities. You might want to write this down of a transformed mind. Are you ready? And a transformed mind will be, it'll make you more effective and fruitful, but they're not recognized. Uh-oh. All right, qualities of a transformed mind that will, be more, that will make you more effective and fruitful. And there aren't, they aren't recognized. Are you ready? That is the first one. You're not recognized. But God sees. The second one, it's not glamorous. I tell everybody, the staff, when they clean commodes and stuff around here, I said, that's godly ministry because nobody's going to come to church where you can't go to the bathroom because the commode's too nasty. It's not glamorous. It's messy. It's messy to go to the hospital and somebody's throwing up. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lord. It's messy, but it's not even applauded. Have you even appreciated the people that clean the church and even told them, you know, hey, man, it looks good in here? You don't even think about it. It's, it's expected. 
And it is expected. And that's our, 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 our purpose and place is to have everything at excellence, isn't it? It's not applauded. It's not recognized. So it's not applauded. Good job. You know what? I, I, I appreciate people say good job, but I appreciate God saying good job, Pastor Brett. It's God who we want to please. And we're doing things not to be seen because if you need to be seen up here, you're not doing it for the right reason. We're doing it for, to, to please God. We're doing it to God would recognize that, that we recognize who God is and we're doing it for his people that he loves. Oh, so see in these seats, and I'm going to do it next Sunday, the seat of unforgiveness, you're giving somebody too much control of your thought life. Hmm? We'll talk about that next Sunday some. That, that seat, you, you can't give people, you know, that authority in your mind. You can't keep digging up somebody and, 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 and going over and over, and you can't even talk to them anymore. I mean, I know people that have hated people been dead for 20 years. It's time to get some healing. It's time to change our thinking. But guess what? The person who hurt you, God loves them. That's a hard pill to swallow when you're in unforgiveness. Because you want to. That's why voodoo dolls work. I'm from Louisiana. Hoodoo, voodoo, whatever you want. You call in and get, you know, $5 from Mile North. No, no, that's not. You hear those commercials at night on the Christian radio station. Woo. So anyway, if you're writing, just keep writing. Thoughts create words. Words, actions, actions, habits, habits, character, character. Destiny. Millionaire said, I only work a half a day. Sometimes it's 6 to 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. Sometimes it's 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., but I only work a half a day. Everybody only works, oh, wow, yeah. I wish I was like them. Well, you're not working half a day. And your mind half a day is four hours, and their mind half a day is 12. And they're not telling them, out, and nobody's telling them because they have character to push forward and do what needs to be done. So repentance, number two is repentance. I already said it, but repentance means to change your mind. Repentance means to change your mind. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you're beginning to change your mind. And we're specifically going to talk about something to change your mind on at the end of service. Most of you have it, but a lot of people don't. And so we're going to attack some different thinking and, and things to change your thinking on it so you can change, so you can be free. See, once you know God, know God's thoughts, know God's ways, then you're going to find freedom. Hey, 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 you'll know the truth, truth sets you free, but you got to know it first. But when you get saved, a lot of people's stuff just drops in them and they know, well, that's God. Not everybody does that. Not everybody has that. Webster's Dictionary, you ever looked into Webster's Dictionary? Mr. Webster, when he got saved, it just dropped in him. He'd heard the Bible all his life, but he could quote two-thirds of the New Testament. That's a gift. I didn't get that gift. Uh, am I jealous? No, not really, but that's a good gift. And so, so here, here, oh, and this other seat right here is comparison. 
Wow, I wish I was like them. I wish I was like them. No, it'd kill me if I was Greg Rochelle had 2,000 churches or I ain't called to do that. I'm called to launch maybe another church or two here or there, maybe three or four, maybe five, but I got to have a team. He got a team. But, but God gave him that vision a long, long time ago. And you all wish I was Billy Graham. No, I don't. I like my bed. I like my bed. <laughs> Billy Graham didn't sleep in his bed, what, three times out of the month, you know? You got, that's a different lifestyle. People say, it's all so cool, man. You, you travel all, every once a month. You're spending three days in, in Chicago. You're going here and there. I'm like, I miss my kids. I miss my kids, my wife, my bed. I, you know, you, you got to be cut out to do that. And so we, we gotta, you got to change your thing. You think it's us glorious. No, you're working. Anyway, I, I got off. So, so Matthew 4, 17 says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So we've got to repent. And we're seated again in Christ in heavenly places. Let's get fired up about that. Say it again. I'm seated in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus. I'm looking down on my problems. Look down at Look down on the floor. You know, I like what Jesse said. He said, write your problem underneath your shoe and tell the devil you read it. I'm not reading it no more. Because the devil's under your feet. The devil's under your feet. You know, kind of every now and then, get on back. So, so this, this is something real that happens. Last week, I was entertaining ministers and stuff, and and Wednesday, I'm sitting on a couch. I'm supposed to be having a good time. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, a spirit of depression set on me. And I began to, I wanted to cry. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I hit myself. No, in Jesus' name. No. And it left me. Now, if I had entertained that, cannot entertain everything that enters your mind. I addressed it immediately, and I'm like, man, I'm I, tears in my eyes, and my wife said, what's wrong? I said, nothing. I am not going to recognize it, and I'm definitely not going to tell you, not that I mean, but I, I, I goes, listen to me. Y'all, I'm depressed. You can't help me. Y'all, I'm depressed. You can't help me. I'm depressed. I, you can't help me if I'm depressed. God's the only one that can help me. You can encourage me, Pastor, you got this, you got this, but it's got to come from the inside of me. It's got to be stirred up on the inside of me. And I'm going to tell you, it, it just sit on me, and I'm like, what is going on? You know, I've noticed that it's attacked me more since COVID, since the COVID hit, and I've seen because people are going through it. People are dealing with it, and sometimes the Spirit of God wants me to know what's going on so I can tell it because people are dealing with some stuff. And, and it's, it's crazy times we're living in. And the spiritual warfare is, is racking up. Where is the spiritual warfare? Is it over there? Is the spiritual warfare is over there? Look at it. No, spiritual warfare is right here. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's next Sunday. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Right here. No, over there, over there. It's just like Jesus said. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's here. And, but the spiritual warfare is here. And so we got, the, but we got help. Come on, devil. I told one old boy, I told one boy, he's talking about telling me, asking me questions about the devil. I said, well, if he was physical and we were riding in the church van, I said, and he was on that sidewalk, I'd run him over. 
I just end him right there. But he's not physical. He uses physical people whom God loves. God loves the physical people that Satan uses. And we're called to rescue the perishing. Come on, with the blood of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost. So number three, a renewed mind is always changing in order to grow. Uh, uh, Miss Shirley's over here. I'm going to pick on Miss Shirley. Miss Shirley, have you arrived? No. Come on, Miss Shirley hasn't arrived. I haven't arrived. She's been doing this a lot longer than all of us, but she hasn't arrived because she knows she's got to keep growing. If you don't keep growing, you know, okay, okay, okay. There's two seas in Jerusalem. Jordan River runs into a, the first sea. Anybody know what that is? Where Jesus walked on the water? Huh? Where Jesus calmed the storm? What's that? Sea of Galilee. And man, it's got fish in it. Because it's thriving and out of the Sea of Galilee flows the Jordan River into the Dead Sea. Dead, why is it dead? Because it has no, nothing going out of it. If you quit growing, you become the Dead Sea. We have got to grow. We got to stay fresh. I pick on my wife. She likes fresh bread. How long has that bread been there on the counter? I said about three days. Oh, it's probably stale. I, I, I'm eating it. I'll go get you some more, but I'm going to eat this bread. This bread's not stale. But how come we don't want fresh stuff from God? And, and we ought to have fresh stuff from God all the time. God's always talking to us about stuff fresh, and it may be stuff that you've heard before, but you need to hear it again. Because you know what? How many of y'all had chicken yesterday, some form or fashion? Yeah, y'all went to McDonald's, got chicken nuggets here, and but you're never going to eat chicken again? I'm not ever eating chicken again because I've already had chicken. How many people go to church and say, well, I've already heard that message. I don't need to hear that again. Change your thinking. There's always something fresh in, in whatever God's bringing. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't have a plan to bring on thinking, but this is God, God said, we're going about thinking. And I got confirmation after confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. God's going to break the depression off you in the name of Jesus. God's going to change your thinking to set you free. Because, because here, what we we'll talk about is you can take off in a race, but if you take three steps and turn around and go back and start again, you're not getting anywhere. We've got to be going somewhere. We've got to keep, keep going. And when you stop, that's where, mm -mm. All right, let's go back to Romans 12, too. Do be not conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We got to renew our mind that you may prove what's the good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. A renewed mind is proving the word of God. A renewed mind is working out, study to show thyself approved. A, a, a believer, my wife had that on a sign in her classroom and all the Christians come up and said, we know what you're talking about. But the worldly people who would have said, that's a scripture, you need to get it out of here. But it works in the natural. It works in the spiritual. You need to study. You need to prove the Word of God. What does it mean to prove? To discern. How, what does that really mean? What does that mean? To, you know, John 3, 16, can go, you can go deep. It's so simple, but you can go deep. And if you can quote John 3, 16, you got enough in you to get somebody saved. Well, I don't know enough of the Bible. If you know John 3, 16, you do. That's an excuse the devil told you. Change your thinking. Your life is a witness. People will open the door to their heart just by seeing how you live if you're living according to the will of God. If you're living on Grumble Alley and barely get along street, then nobody wants to follow you. Right. 
No, I hate this job. I hate with me. Oh, this place is hot. The weather's bad. Huh? You buy... I took somebody out to eat, and they go, well, I don't guess what's waitress. I said, I, 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 I don't want to spit on my food. I'm buying this. I'm buying this. Don't be complaining. I'm buying this meal. And you know what? It's not about good help anymore. It's just we are glad we got some help. Yeah. A sad place to be, but you know what? That's what most, some of the restaurants are. We were in another town and, and, and griping. I said, no, 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 no. Don't say nothing to them. Let me get my food first, and you can gripe all you want. You don't think about that. As a friend of mine, his father-in-law griped it every time they went to Cracker Barrel. And Cracker Barrel does a pretty good job. And he sent it back every time. He goes, you know they're back there. They know you. Every time I take you out to eat, you gripe about food. They know you. They're back there spitting in your food because you sent it back. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? And it changed him because he didn't think. He's just a complainer. Yeah. Quit. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Let me say this. Jesus was the perfect will of God. If you want to know the will of God for your life, Jesus is the perfect will. Find out what he did. Find out what he said. Now you start doing it and you start saying it. Whoo. Thank you. And so, that's the Holy Ghost. In reality, if your life, this is, let's get real. This, because I had to judge my life and I, man, I need, I, because God said, or my pastor would preach this, and I'm like, well, that works for you. You're a preacher. That's a lie of the devil, too. But I found out the Word of God works for me, just a 20-something-year-old punk, just trying to find if God's real and knowing God and wanting to go deeper in God. If your reality does not mirror the kingdom of heaven, then your reality is inferior. It's an inferior reality to God's Word or or the way God wants, and God wants to change it. Come on, where you're struggling, God wants to help you. But you got to change your thinking. You got to let go of those thoughts. You're hanging on to the wrong thing. Because here's the thing. Have you ever seen a kid throws a fit all the time? They want attention. And they'll take a whipping to get that attention. They'll take wrong attention. Are you a person who grabs and planes just to get attention? Are you a person who cries just to get attention? Jesus is not moved by your emotions, and that's right here. Jesus is moved by faith. God is moved by faith, not by your emotions. If I controlled you by emotions, if I can work God through your emotions, the devil could control God. Your emotions cannot control God. You have to change the way you think and think the way God thinks because you're created in his image. You're created in his likeness, and we need to think about that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm like God. God's on my side. God wants to help me. God wants to give me wisdom. He wants to answer questions. He'll answer my questions. He'll strengthen my inner man. When I'm wanting to quit, he's going to pick me up. He's going to pour in the oil and the wine. He's going to put you up and rest you up. Strengthen you in the inner man so you can defeat the depression, the enemy that's put on you. So, so how do we start? We start by agreeing with what the Word says. We start finding out what the Word says. You got to find out what the Word says. Listen to me. If you listen to what I'm saying today, it's not me. This is the Holy Spirit. I've proven this out in my life. I know many people who have. You change your thinking what God says and what God thinks. You'll change your life. Your reality will change. 
God will take you up out of the muck and the mire and depression or whatever you pit you think you're in. Uh, this is just the way we are. You know, we're the McClary's and we've always been this way. And No, no, no. And I'll say the covenant term, a covenant word, and people use it backwards that, you know, uh, womb water stronger than, you know, or blood stronger than water. But no, it's, it's the blood of Jesus is stronger than the womb water. I love my brother, my mother, my mom, my dad, but you know what? I'm following Jesus. And that was hard for me to swallow as a teenager, you know. I said that two or three Sundays. The preacher said, you need to love God more than your parents. And I'm like, you crazy. Because my mama cooks chicken. <laughs> my mama takes care of me. I mean, she cook, she'll cook 24 pancakes for me and my brother. Hey, she, she does. Uh, wait a minute. But that's the transition from family to the family of God. That we learn to rely on our parents. You only have your kids for 18 years, and you're supposed to let them be an adult. I'm going, hear your emotions. My kids are everything. Uh-uh. Jesus is everything. And if you put your kids ahead of Jesus, then you're putting the target on their back for the devil to get them. Because if he can get them, he's got you. He can wipe the family out. So you're putting God first. And yeah, you pray protection over your children because you love them. But Jesus is first. It's got to be. It's got to be, that's the, the, that's the thinking that, that the kingdom thinking is, is that Jesus and God, God the Father, Jesus his son is first, and then our family. <laughs> then our family. We have got to walk that God's first in everything and teach your children to put God first in everything. Mm. It's not just about going to heaven, Christian. It's about living it right now. It's not just about so many people. Well, in the sweet by and by, we shall meet. Oh, we're going to struggle right here, but we're going to meet on that beautiful shore. Going to be poor here. Going to be sick here, but in the sweet by and by. No. No. Right now is the kingdom of heaven. Right now you can walk in the things of God. Right now you're supposed to have heaven on earth. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come on earth on earth as it is in heaven. Come on. We are the kingdom people to bring heaven to earth. Rain on us. Man, when we were singing about rain, mm -mm. I had an old song said, it's raining again. Ooh, the spirit, of, I'm on the wrong key. The spirit of heaven is falling on men. It's raining again. Come on, it needs to rain. It needs to rain in your house. You got to take this rain home with you. It, the church is a rally cry. Church is just, go get them. Go get them. You're going to win. Go out there and kick the devil in the teeth. Come on, you're going to win. But you got to do it God's way. So let's go real quick, real quick. We're going to demonstrate it right now. Your thinking needs to change. Not everybody in here, but stay with me. Do you want people to win the race? Do you want people to win the race? Yes? yes? All right. The Bible, you know, Paul talked about a race. I want to say to you, look at me, listen to me. This is very important. This is something you really need to get. You do not have to get saved every Sunday. Okay? Now, from my point of view, people raise their hand to get saved every Sunday. You get saved once. First of all, God wants every man to be saved. Okay, God wants you to be saved. And Romans 10, 9, and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God, 
You are saved. Now, you're saved. If you've ever prayed the prayer of salvation, wave at me if you prayed the prayer of salvation. You're saved. You don't have to do that again. But here's the key. You may find yourself repenting like me all the time. Lord, I miss it. Oh, forgive me. I'm turning from that. I'm not going to do that. I'm turning from that. That's what happens. 1 John 1, 9, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from unrighteousness. You got to get, I want to get right. The kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness is first because you know you're right with God, even if you miss it. If I miss it, oh, 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 I miss it. God said, get up. Get up out of it. Now, repent. I'm not going to do it anymore. You're right with him. Now I'm running the race. You may trip and fall on your race. Get up and keep running. But too many people, they come on Sunday, they start to race. Woo, glory. Oh, I missed it. Let me go back and, and get saved again. No. No. You see how that wrong thinking will stop you and you think, I'm never going ahead. No, let's go ahead. And when you miss it, you get up and then we're going to keep walking forward. We're going to keep moving forward in God. We're going to mature. Church on Sunday is about maturing. It's about getting, getting knowing who God is and maturing, going to the next level. God wants to take, you're stuck. Well, the front row has it, but I don't. I guess God just doesn't want me to have it. That's wrong thinking. You're stuck. God wants to recreate in you. God wants to give you things, but you cheat yourself because you stop and you go, well, Miss Shirley's got it, but I'll never get it like that. Wrong thinking. So you do not have to get saved every Sunday. Come on, once you get saved, you want to repent, you want to change. Okay? So, 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 if you're saved, say, I'm saved. I'm saved. See, that's what I'm talking about when I say assurance, that you know that you know that you know that you're a child of God. The new believers, have, they don't know that. They haven't heard this. So we're speaking about it. We're changing our thinking. And even if you think somebody's not saved, that's, you're not the judge. Because there are different levels. And I have people tell me, I know that's real, but I'm not going there with God. Okay, they know God, but that's far. There was a man I told about that killed himself. He loved God, but he couldn't believe God could love him. God is love. It's wrong thinking. So bow your heads and look at your heart. This is the last time you raise your hand. If you're not sure, it's time to get sure and ask the Holy Spirit to change you. Very basic, very simple, but it's life-changing. It's not about you being good enough. You're already good enough because you, you, the blood of Jesus makes you good enough. But if you need to get saved, raise your hand today. Once and for all, forever. Okay, this is the last Sunday you get to raise your hand. That's the last Sunday you get to raise your hand because you're about to become, I see your hand, you're about to become a child of God. That's three. And so now, look at me. My neighbor, before she passed away, she goes, Brother Brad, I'll go to the Methodist church and, 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 and I, I want to know that I'm saved for sure. I, all these ladies, in her mind, everybody knew the Bible better than her. 
And I said, well, let's, let's go get your Bible. And I said, she goes, sometime can you? I said, no, we're going to do it right now. I said, go get your Methodist Bible, and let's go to John, John, I mean, Romans 10. And, it, and we read, and I said, when we read this scripture, we're going to pray together, and you're going to feel it. She read that scripture, and then I said, you're going to feel it. She goes, I feel it already. So I want you to feel it in your heart. There's Romans 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. If you believe in the Lord Jesus, that means that he died, he died on the cross for your sin. He's born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. He did all those things. That's how simple it is. You're here because you believe in him. You've heard about it. So everybody say it with them. Say, Father, today, I, I thank you for assurance in my heart that I can know, that I know, that I know that I'm a child of God. Now smile real big, because the child of God smiles. I believe that Jesus died and rose again for me. I don't have to live in sin, but I can live the resurrected life. Thank you, Father, for saving me today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you got saved, I want to remind you, we have a couple over here that will give you a book. They'll pray with you uh, and, and, and uh, talk to you. But, but we have got to shore, shore it up. We know who we are. Get our thinking straight. Well, I missed it. I got no. Because that's taught out there, people. It's taught if you have a bad dream and don't repent, you're going to hell. That's a lie. The blood of Jesus covers you. You're covered. You're a child of God now. Say it with me. I'm a child of God. I'm trying. To... All right. Get ready for next Sunday. Okay, we're going to run a little bit more. It's going to be fun. I, I, I'm not being mean. I'm trying to help you because this will grow you up. God wants to speak to you. God wants to lead you, guide you, bless you. Everything, every promise is yes and amen. But we have to get our lives in agreement with him. Amen? Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about Legacy Church and other resources, visit us online at LegacyFamily.info.